This is Pastor Eric Love. I want to thank you for tuning into today's podcast. God told Joshua that if he meditated on the word and obeyed it, that he would make his way prosperous and that he would have good success. My prayer is that as you meditate on this word that you're about to hear and apply it to your life, that you too will find good success. Blessings on you and enjoy this word from the Lord. That's it. That's it. That's it. I've been I've been playing games too long. I've been wrestling with the same sin too long. I wish I had about a thousand of you that could understand. But you got to tell the devil, devil, it's on this year. It, you messed with my family for the last time. You messed with my my marriage. You messed with my finances. You messed with my mind. Devil, this year it is. It's on. Whatever you want to do. It's on. It's on. It's on. It's on. Get that in your spirit this morning. It's on. It's on. It's on. In our culture, when we hear the terminology or the phraseology, it's on, that means that something is about to happen. When we hear the word it's on, that means that, 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 that even if we have to go to war, it's okay. That means that no matter what jumps off, it's on. It's on. You know what that means? That means that, that means I'm not backing up. I'm not backing down. That means it's on. That is the word that God has given to you for this year. It's on. Abraham, let me deal with the text. You guys pray for me. I need your prayers this morning. Abraham was the father of many nations. We thank God for Abraham because Abraham is known as the father of the faith. Abraham had a son by the name of Isaac. Isaac was a good young man. Uh, Isaac, as you know, many of you who understand or remember the story, uh, Isaac married a young lady by the name of Rebecca. Uh, he loved Rebecca, but Rebecca was barren. Uh, Rebecca was barren, and in her barrenness in, in the Bible days, if a woman was barren, it was seen uh, as a sign of weakness. It was seen uh, as, as a degraded place, as it were. And Rebecca was barren. So uh, Rebecca goes to Isaac and she, she laments to him and she says, you know, I, I don't know what I'm going to do if I cannot bear you sons, if I cannot bear you children. Isaac then prays for his wife, Rebecca, and the Bible says that she conceived, that, that God looked upon her and saw her reproach, and God blessed her, and in her womb she conceived. Not just one baby, but she had two babies. She actually had twin boys. She had twin boys, and the Bible says that, uh, that uh, there was a war that was taking place in her womb. The Bible says that these two boys, these two twin boys, were feuding even inside her womb. 
there was some complications with her pregnancy. She goes to her husband and she says, baby, I don't know. There's something happening on the inside. It just seems like these babies are feuding. Seems like there's something on the inside. She goes to God and she says, God, I don't understand what's happening. God says to her, Rebecca, there are two nations on the inside. Glory to God. There are two nations and she said that these two nations are going to be divided amongst themselves and she said that the older will serve the younger. Uh, as it as it happens, you guys know the story. As it happens, she gives birth. The first boy that comes out, the Bible says that he was a reddish color. He comes out, he's a reddish color, and he was a very hairy little baby. Y'all know how babies are born. Sometimes they're born full of hair, and sometimes babies have little hair on their arms, and you can kind of see the little thin like hair. But this little boy, the Bible says that when he was born, he was born very hairy. He was red and very hairy. So they named his name Esau because Esau means hairy. Uh, the Bible says as they took Esau from the womb, that watch this, that as they're pulling his leg out, there is a hand. There is a hand that's gripping the ankle of Esau as Esau is being pulled out of the womb. They then said, wait a minute, the baby that's on the inside is, is grabbing the ankle of the baby that's coming on the outside. They named the second boy Jacob. Uh, because they said that Jacob was a grabber. Jacob was a deceiver, a supplanter as it was. So they named the first son Esau and they named the second boy Jacob. Glory to God. Now the Bible talks about Esau, said Esau was a hunter. Esau loved being outside. Esau loved chasing deer and he loved chasing rabbit. He, he was a game fisherman. He, he loved being on the outside. While Jacob, Jacob the Bible called him a mild man. Jacob was a mild man. Jacob stayed, the Bible says he was a man that lived in tents. Jacob stayed close to the the house while Esau went out hunting game. Glory to God. As the story progresses, the boys are big now. They're up some size. Glory to God. And the Bible says that one day Jacob was in the house and Jacob made a huge pot of stew. And that stew was smelling so good. Glory to God. I don't know what kind of stew you cook, but this must have been some gumbo or something. But the stew was a red stew. It was smelling so good that the Bible says then Esau comes in from hunting. He comes in from hunting and Esau uh, smells the food and he goes to Jacob and Esau says to Jacob, he says, Jacob, man, listen, give me a bowl of that stew. Jacob being the supplanter, Jacob being the grabber, Jacob being the heel grabber as it was. Jacob said, wait a minute, I'll tell you what, I will give you the stew if you sell me your birthright. The, the birthright, you guys know what the birthright is. It's found in Deuteronomy chapter 21. It says that the firstborn shall be given a double portion of the inheritance. That's just the way it was in the Bible. They didn't split it equally. The firstborn always received a double portion of the inheritance because he was the son of his father's strength. So here's what he said. He said, 
give me your birthright and I will give you the stool. Now, I, I've, got, I've got to help you to understand what this was like. This is like someone saying to you, give me your retirement for a bowl of ramen noodles. I got to help you understand what's going on here. In other words, in other words, in other words, cash in your Roth IRA. Cash in your 401k. Give me all of that money and I'm going to give you a bowl of ramen noodles. This is what this was like. Jacob now is asking for his birthright. The Bible says that, that Esau looked at the stew. He was so hungry. He said, what is a birthright to me? Seeing that I'm starving. This is not in my notes, but I'm going to give you this one for free. Be careful what you get hungry for. Oh, I wish I had a witness right there. And watch this. Not only in this year, you've got to be careful what you get hungry for. You've got to be careful who you tell your hunger to. I'm preaching good already. Glory to God. Because watch this. Watch this. Because what happens nowadays is, see, you can't go on social media telling everybody what kind of man you want. I want a man that'll cook, and I want a man that'll clean, and I want a man that'll pay the bills. And you know what'll happen? That joker show right up. And you'll be saying, thank the Lord. God done sent me exactly what I asked for. That wasn't God, honey. That was Facebook. He read everything you said. And he's just giving you what you said you wanted. And he's only going to do it for a short period of time until he gets what he wants. Touch your neighbor and say, you can't tell everybody what you're hungry for. Let, let, let me say it like that. Let me say it like this. Let me say it like this. Here's, 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 here's a good shot. Don't miss it. Because here's what he did. Here's what you cannot do in this season. You cannot trade what's complicated for what's convenient. In, in this year, in this year, your blessing is not going to be in what's convenient. Your blessing is going to be in what's complicated. I need to, I wish, I wish, I wish I could tell you that this year everything was going to be roses. I wish I could tell you that every day, that this year, that God was just going to bless you and a lot of things are going to happen good for you. But I've got news for somebody in this room. Your greatest blessing is going to come through the greatest hell that you're going to go through this year. Don't trade what's complicated. This year, we don't run from what's complicated. We don't back away from what's complicated. Naaman had leprosy. Naaman had leprosy. Elisha comes to him and actually Elijah sends the word to him and says, go dip seven times in the Jordan and you'll be made clean. You know what that crazy joker said? He said, I'm not dipping those seven times in the Jordan. He could have shoved it, something to wave his hand. 
and I'll be made whole. Wave his hand. In other words, he didn't want to do what was complicated. He wanted what was convenient. Let me tell you, let me talk to my single brothers and sisters in here. Listen, you better wait on the right person. You better wait on the Lord and let the Lord send you the person. Watch this, because don't take the person that's convenient. You know there's something inside of you telling you that's not the right one. They're convenient, but that's not the right one, honey. Because it's complicated to wait on the Lord. It's complicated to hold yourself. It's complicated to hold on to that pillar. And This year, we don't back away from what's complicated. What if, if I've got to be by myself and be happy, I'd rather be by myself and be happy than be with somebody that don't belong in my life and be miserable. I wish I could talk to some single folks in here today. It's easy to go to the divorce attorney. It's convenient now. You can get a divorce online now. It's convenient. It's convenient. Why y'all getting divorced? I don't like him no more. Irreconcilable differences. No, what you need to do is just learn how to submit. Watch this. One to another and submit to each other and learn how to get along because what's happening in this world is people are forsaking what's complicated. They're running toward what's convenient. A lot of mistakes have been made because of convenience. Let me say this. I would, y'all better get this preaching. Y'all know what I'm going to preach this good again this year. But you better hear this. Listen, watch this. Just because you can't afford it don't mean you're supposed to buy it. Because there's somebody in here, God is moving on your life to save your money. It is complicated to save when you know you, watch this, watch this. Just because you like food don't mean you're supposed to eat at a restaurant every time you get hungry. Y'all better turn some air on, it's going to get hot in here in a minute. This year you got to cook a little more than you did last year. This year you got to take your you got to take your doggy bag to work with you. You got to take the leftovers. I'm not preaching to anybody in here because this year we cannot keep doing what's convenient. We got to look at what's complicated. Esau said, "Give me the stew." Sold his birthright. Gave it up for a bowl. Of stew, and the Bible says that when he gave it up, he despised it. From that moment on, he despised his birthright. He sacrificed what was ahead of him for what was in front of him. That there are some of you, if you're not careful, Satan will, will hang that little carrot in front of you, and Satan will make you forfeit your very life for what's convenient. 
if you look in the story, uh, the Bible says that Isaac loved Esau. Isaac was an old man. He loved Esau, but Rebekah loved Jacob. Isaac is an old man now. He's, a, he's, he's the father. He, he's, he's an old man. And, and Isaac was laying in the bed, and he knew that, that, that it, was, it was his time, almost his time to die. Uh, Isaac says to Esau, he says, Esau, he says, man, uh, you, you know you're my favorite son. Apparently, parents, be careful about naming kids' favorite sons and favorite daughters. Be, be careful about showing favoritism in your kids. Make sure you help your kids understand. I, we, baby, baby, I love both of you the same. Now watch this. Watch this. I, I got to treat you different because one of y'all a little better than the other one. Oh, y'all better help me preaching. Oh, this is good stuff. I'm, t- I'm, I'm giving you today. This is good stuff. So, so I, I treat you a little different, but I love you the same, baby. I love you the same. There, there's not one, there's not anything I wouldn't do for you that I wouldn't do for you. And because I love you the same. Now watch this. I gotta whoop you a little more and I'll whoop this one. Isaac says to Esau. He says, he says, he says to Esau, he says, man, he says, man, I'm, I'm, I'm almost at that place. I'm, I'm, I'm almost at that place where, where, uh, where, where I'm about to die. He says, he says, you know how much I like eating your game. You know how much I enjoy eating the food that you bring in from the kill. He says, go out now. Uh, this is Isaac. He, he's old and he's about to die. And he says to Esau, his eldest son, he says to him, go out and I need you to, to kill some game. I need you to make a pot of stew and bring it back and feed it to me. In other words, in other words, that, that, is, that is my dying wish. I want to eat one more time a pot of the stew. I want to taste it one more time before I die. And then watch this. Watch this. When I taste it, I'm going to give you the blessing. I'm going to bestow the blessing upon you. The blessing in the Bible days was bestowed from the father to his children. And, and the blessing that was bestowed from the father to the children, it was, it was as if God was setting the trajectory of their life. It was the father saying to the kids what he saw or what he heard that God was going to do in their lives. Unfortunately today, we don't have enough fathers fathers who are able to hear from God on their children's behalf to be able to speak into their children's lives. So children in much in part are left to try to figure out and navigate who they should be. That's why your kids are emulating people that they see on the TV. People that they see on the screen because there's not enough fathers telling their children who they are. Esau goes, he goes into the woods. Dad, I'll be right back. He knew how to hunt. He was a skilled hunter. He gets his bow, he gets his arrow, gets his quiver. He goes into the woods and he's hunting for deer. The Bible says that Rebecca, Rebecca overheard the conversation between Isaac and Esau. She goes to Jacob and she says, Jacob, hey, listen. She says, I overheard Isaac talking to Esau. When Esau comes back, Isaac is going to bestow the blessing upon him. She said, here's what I want you to do. I want you to receive Esau's blessing. I want you to go in. Now watch this. Now watch this. To Jacob's credit, 
Jacob says to his mom, Jacob says to her, he says, Mama, wait a minute. Now, Esau is hairy. I'm not. I'm not built like Esau. I don't talk like Esau. What happens when I go in and I try to trick my daddy? And my daddy realizes that it is not Esau, but it's me, Isaac. He, he said that my daddy, the thing that I go in to receive a blessing, I might receive a curse. Here's what the mama said. Don't forget this. The mama said, let the curse be upon me. That's what she said. She said, let the curse be upon me. You just go and do what I said. Go and get to kill two kids of some goats. Go kill two kids of a goat and bring it back to me. Watch this. Here's what she did. She took one goat and she made some stew. She took the other goat and took his skin off and put the skin around Jacob's neck. Put the skin on Jacob's hand. Then she went into Esau. Esau kept his clothes, got some of Esau's clothes, and put them on Jacob. Jacob then makes the stew. He goes into his father, and he says, Father, I've returned. He said, Who are you, my son? Because Jacob wasn't crazy. He was just old. Touch your neighbor and say, I'm not crazy. I'm just old. Come on. Oh, it's all right. If you're not old yet, keep saying good morning, baby. Yeah, keep, 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 keep saying good morning. Jacob said, Jacob said, it is I, it's me, uh, it's me, Esau. He said, watch this, he said, you, you don't sound like Esau. He said, he said, come closer. So he comes close and he reaches and he touches, he touches Jacob's hand and felt all the fur on his hands. He said, wait a minute. You feel like Esau, but you sound like Jacob. He said, draw near, come close. Watch this. He said, he said, come and kiss me. When he leans over to kiss his daddy, his daddy felt all the fur around Jacob's neck. He kisses his daddy. Watch this. The daddy then smells the clothes. That Jacob had on because Jacob was wearing Esau's clothes. So then Isaac says, he smells the clothes, he kisses Jacob, and he says, you are my son. Bring me the stew. He gets the stew and he eats. After he finishes the stew, he proclaims the blessing that was supposed to have been for Esau. He, he proclaims it upon Jacob. So Jacob now receives the blessing of Esau. Jacob and his mother, uh, now, now after it's over, uh, Isaac is full. He's laying there in his bed. And he's ready uh, to go on to be with glory, to be in glory. And then something happens. Esau rushes in. Esau rushes in. Esau comes in. He's killed the venison. He's made the stew. Esau rushes in with this big pot of stew and says, Daddy, I'm back and I have your stew. Isaac looked around. His eyes were dim. He couldn't see as good as he used to. Isaac looks around and said, Who is there, my son? He said, It's me, Esau. He said, Esau, you were just here. He said, No, Daddy, I just made it. I just made it back. He said, wait a minute, draw near to me. 
He touched him. He filled him. He said, you are my son. He said, somebody was just here. And I bestowed the blessing upon them. Somebody was just here. That must have been Jacob. He says to his son, trembling and afraid, he says, your brother has stolen your blessing. Esau cries and Esau lays in his arm of his father. He says, Daddy, did you save anything for me? Daddy, please give me the blessing. Daddy, is there anything you can say to me? Daddy, is there anything you can say? He says, Son, I've already given the blessing. And because I blessed him, he's got to be blessed. Esau is so brokenhearted. But Esau says this. Esau says, when my dad dies, when my dad dies, oh, it's on. I'm going to give him. Watch this. Rebecca heard it. She knew that Esau was crazy. See, Esau's from the streets. Jacob was a nerd. Nothing against nerds. But he says, I'm going to get him. Rebecca goes to Jacob and she says, listen, son. She says, that boy going to get you. <laughs> she said, he going to get you. She said, pack your bags. I need you to go stay with my brother, Laban. Go find Laban. Go to his house. Get out of this country. Go into a whole different country. And I need you to stay with my brother Laban. And maybe, maybe the hostility of Esau will wear off. Can I, can, I, can, I, can I give you a parenthetical right now? Is it okay if I give this to you? I, 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 I want to give you this for free. Listen to this. Listen to this. A stolen blessing will become a public burden. Let me help you. Let me help you. Let me help you. He stole the blessing, but he stole the blessing that he stole became a public burden for him. Now he's on the run. Because of the blessing that he stole. Let me, let me, let me, let me, can I, can I help you? Can I come down somebody's road this morning? Are y'all ready? Hope y'all, whoa, y'all still tow boots this morning. Are you still tow crocodiles? Listen, listen, listen. If she is married, she's somebody else's blessing. If he is married, He's somebody else. Blessing. See how quiet it getting here? There are some things that don't belong to you. There are some things that are supposed to be off limits. And you have to make what's off limits. Off limits. Uh, you look good, honey, but you're somebody else's blessing. Yeah, you fine, dude, but guess what? You're somebody else's blessing. And a stolen blessing. Become a public burden. 
you deleting your Facebook page now. You blocking folk. Y'all know what I'm now you now you riding with a gun under your seat. Because that's the Bible says that stolen honey is sweet. That's what the Bible says. But you gotta learn. You gotta learn what belongs to you and what belongs to somebody else. And if it belongs to somebody else, let them have it, baby. this season y'all better hear me it's on that means that some of y'all got to cut some folks off oh yeah you came to the right service watch this stay with me here here it comes you better catch this one just because they are separated don't mean that they're available to date Now, that's about 500, y'all. I heard 36 claps. Don't take somebody else's blessing. That belongs to them. Now, watch this. Here's here's the crazy part. Here's the crazy part. Here's the crazy part. Now, watch this. Watch this. Um, Jacob actually, in this particular case, wanted to do the right thing. Jacob tells his mom, mom, this is, this is, I don't think this is going to work. His mom put him up to it. His mom is the one that said, I want you to do this. Watch this. It was his mom that says, let the curse be upon me. Glory to God. Let the curse be upon me, but he's the one running. Let the curse be upon me, but he's the one got the head out on him. Let the curse be upon me, but he's the one that's got to pack his bags and leave. Glory to God. Let the curse be upon me, but it's him that's one that's got to go to labor's house. Let the curse be upon me, but he's the one that's got to be looking over his back all the time. Can I give y'all the next place to shout? Watch this. Some of y'all going to get this. Some of this you might go over your head. Watch this. People who will gas you up will mess you up. In this year, don't let anybody gas you up. Don't let anybody gas you up to do wrong. And let somebody put you out there and push you. Because people tell you, I'm rolling with your dog. And then you go do that stupid stuff. And then you look around, you'll be the one in jail. Put this in your car right quick. Hold on. Just, just, just keep it. Just keep it from me. I'll be back to get it. You crazy. Nobody gas you up. Not this year. Nobody's going to push me to do wrong this year. Can I talk to my teenagers? Teenagers, don't you let somebody gas you up to do something you know God didn't call you to do this year. Because people that will gas you up will mess you up. People trying to push you to do wrong. Man, man, go, man, go get with her, dog. Man, she fine. If I was you, man, listen, dude, if I was you, I'd be smashing, fool. I'd be smashing that tonight. You hear me? Listen, and then you go do that dumb stuff. Now you got that little crazy girl pregnant. ain't gonna help you pay no child support you gotta pay that stuff for yourself that ain't my baby dog you did that you gas me up 
Not this year. You got to make it up in your mind this year. Nobody's going to gas me up to do anything that God didn't ordain for me to do. Not this year. Come ride with me. Where are we going? Let's go hit a couple blocks. For what? Y'all better help me. Y'all better help me preaching this thing. Don't let nobody gas you up. Peter tells Jesus, I got you. Peter tells Jesus, I don't care if all these fools forsake you. I ain't going nowhere. I got you, dog. I'm your rider for real. These other jokers, they fake. They phony. I'm with you. Whatever you do, I'm going to be right there. All them guards showed up. Grabbed Jesus and put him in handcuffs. They looked at Peter and said, you with him? He says, no, I don't know, dude. No, 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 bro. I don't know, dude. I don't know who that is. And that little girl said, uh-huh. The little girl said, uh-huh, I seen you. The little girl said, I seen you. I seen you with him. Peter cussed the little girl out. Get the blank away from around me. I don't know, dude. I don't know, dude. He goes, Jacob's on the run now. He goes to Laban's house, and I'm almost done. He goes to Laban's house. He gets there, and uh, he, he sees this beautiful girl named Rachel. He, he says to Laban, he says, Laban, um, I, I want to marry Rachel. And Laban says, okay, well, you got to work for her. Uh, and listen, there's, there's nothing wrong with an honorable man working for an honorable woman. That, that, that means you got to, uh, we'll deal with that next month. Uh, so he worked seven years. Never touched her. He, he gave us some sugar at the well when we first met her, but that was about it. <laughs> he did. That was all. He just a little sugar. That's it. Some of y'all need to learn that model. <laughs> yeah. A little sugar at the well, that's it, just a little sugar. <laughs> he works it for Laban now. He works seven years, and he was like, yo, Laban, man, it's seven years, dog. Listen, man, I need to, you know, it's time for me to, to get with Rachel, man. Laban said, okay, cool. I'll tell you what, we're going to throw a feast for you. So Laban went and uh, had his men to come cook this big meal, and he says, man, just, just go on in the tent and lay out. Yeah, Jacob goes in that joke and take his, take his shirt off. I, I don't know. That's not in the Bible. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Because y'all be thinking that stuff in the Bible. 
Parin din. <laughs> but you know, I'm sure he wasn't trying to get ready with his arm on. Anyway, <laughs> come back next month. <laughs> he goes in the tent and he's waiting on Rachel. Okay, so in this darkest nighttime, this chick comes in and, yeah, you know, and that music came on. Let's get it on. Ah, oh, baby. Oh, Jesus, I'm out there now. I told y'all to pray for me. Y'all ain't praying. Somebody not praying. <laughs> Somebody. Thank you, Jerry. Somebody not praying. Thank you, Jerry. <laughs> Somebody not praying. Somebody turns my eye on. Let's get out of here. Okay. What was I at? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's fast forward. <laughs> they wake up the next morning. They wake up the next morning. He wakes up, and he thought it was Rachel. But it was actually Leah, her sister. Now, now, now to Jacob, Leah didn't look as good as Rachel did. So he wakes up, and he sees Leah, and he's like, yo, yo, hold up, man. Whoa. Like, how, how long you been? I mean, was that you? He goes to Laban. He was like, yo, man, look, man, what's up, man? Look, man, I, I worked seven years for you. And man, you why'd you send, why'd you send Leah? He said, he said, it's not customary for me to marry off my younger daughter before the older. I'm sure Jacob was like, dude, you should have told me that. <laughs> Watch this. Laban says, I tell you what. Go ahead, fulfill her week, and then work for me another seven years, if you really want, Rachel. Isn't it funny how the tables turn sometimes? It's funny. It's funny how the tables turn. So listen, don't miss this. Don't miss this. You will reap what you sow, be it good or bad, you're going to reap what you sow. Be careful what you sow in this year. Because you will reap what you sow. If you sow bad, expect bad. But if you sow good, you can expect good to return. The Bible says God shall not be mocked. Whatever seed of a, that a man soweth of that same seed shall he also Jacob sowed, he sowed deception, so now he's reaping deception. And you know what? He had to roll with it. So he works another seven years. He works another seven years uh, for labor. Now watch this. Now watch this. And I'm, I'm drawing to a close. He's worked another seven years for him. And, uh, 
and uh, his, his wives, uh, Rachel and Leah, they start having these babies. They start having all these kids, and, and they, they start having them. And they, was named, they were, and they was having boys, and all these boys were coming out. Watch this. And so the, his, his family started to grow according to the blessing that Isaac gave upon him, gave upon Jacob, and his family started to grow. So watch this. One day, he goes to Laban. He looks at his family. He says, man, my family is huge now. He goes to Laban. He says, Laban, release me. So that I can go, I can get a parcel of land, and so that I can start my family, and so my family lineage can start. Laban looks at him, and Laban says, hold up, man. He says, he said, before you leave, he says, I realize that the blessing that's on my house is a result of your being here. I know that God is blessing me because of you. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Listen, if you've been living like, if you've been living like, living like the devil, and God is still blessing you, you better look around and see who your blessing is connected to. Because if you're not careful, you'll run away the very thing that is holding the blessings in your house. I got 14 claps and I'll take every one of them. Laban says, I know that God is blessing me because of you. So all the only reason that things are happening and functioning as well as they are, I know the hand of God is good on your life. Jacob says, send me away. He says, he said, tell you what, work for me another six years and I'll give you, some, give you some more stuff. Watch this. Watch this. I want you to get this. This, this, was, this was crazy to me. Jacob looks at Laban and says, I tell you what, I'll work for you. I'll work for you, but here's what I need. He says, I'm going to walk through your cattle. I'm going to walk through all the sheep, all the goats. And what I'm going to do, I'm only going to take the spotted ones, the brown ones, the spotted ones, those that, those that have circled in their fur. I'm, I'm only going to take those, and I'm going to leave all the, the fair-colored ones to you. That's all I want. Just give me the ones with blemishes. Just give me those, and I'll take them. He says, that's all you want? Done. Watch this. Jacob then walks through the herd. He's taking now all of the sheep and all the goats that have blemishes, that have spots. He's taking them, and he's moving them out of the way. Now watch this. Here's the part that was cold-blooded. Here's the part I didn't understand. Then the Bible says that Jacob then took tree limbs. That Jacob took tree limbs, and when he took the tree limbs, he would cut, he would, he would shave a part of the tree limb to where the white part of the tree limb showed. And he, he would cut this part, he would turn it, he would cut the other side, so you got white, bark, white. White, bark, white. And this is what he did. He took those limbs, and he put those limbs in the trough where the sheep and the goat would come to drink. Laid them around the trough, and here's what he said. He said that whenever Laban's uh, cattle, whenever they would come up to drink, they would also be in heat. And when they made it, looking at the tree bark, 
looking at the different colors all around them, they then would have babies that were spotted. So now Laban's sheep and goats are going to the trough. They're drinking to the trough in heat. They're looking at all the spotted branches. And they started having spotted babies. I said, Lord, what, what are you saying? Here's what he said. Here's what he said this year. God said that in the midst of struggle, I'm still going to give you a strategy. In the midst of your struggle, I'm still going to give you a strategy. So now as the story progresses, now he was taking the spotted cattle. He's put him to the side. And one day, one of Laban's sons comes out, and this went on for almost six years. Laban's sons come out, and he says, he goes back to Laban. He says, Laban, he says, when's the last time you've been out to the field? Laban says, man, it's been a few minutes. You know, Jacob's doing, Jacob's doing his thing. It's all good. He says, no, nah, dude, you need to go check this out. He says, man, Jacob, man, his cattle are mightier than yours. He says, man, if you look at his stock and look at your stock, your stock looks like runts compared to his stock. Laban goes out to the field. Laban looks, and Laban said, he looks around, and the Bible says that, that Jacob saw the look that was in Laban's eyes. Jabin goes to Rachel and he says, look, man, he says, Laban is not looking at me the same. He said, tell you what, he said, we're going we're gonna to get out of here because I know that after a while he's going to be after me too. Jacob gets his family and Jacob's on the run again. Now he's running from Laban. Spirit of the Lord, you hear me, the Spirit of the Lord came to, came to Jacob and said, Jacob, I want you to go back home. Go back where you came from. Jacob heard the voice of God. Jacob now gets his family, and he's on his way back to where Esau is. He is three days' journey away from Laban. Laban gets the news that Jacob has got his family, he's got all of his cattle, and Jacob has left. Laban now puts together an army and says, I'm going after him. He's not going to do me like this and then just leave and walk away. Jacob gets the word, man, Laban is after you. Now, watch this. Jacob is between a rock and a hard place. Laban and his army is behind him. Now, he's headed to meet Jacob. He's been gone over 20 years. He hadn't seen his brother in over 20 years, and he doesn't know how his brother's going to receive him. He's moving along. Laban's behind him. He learns that Esau has put together an army of 400 men. And they're coming to meet him. They decide to bed down for the night. Jacob tells his family. He says, I got to split y'all up. He says, I'm going to send half of y'all this way and the other half that way. He said, so if Esau runs up on us, 
if he kills one group of us, maybe the other group will survive. Jacob is tired. Hear me, purpose. He's tired. He's wore out. He's tired of being a deceiver. He's tired of all the deception. He makes up in his mind. I got to get in the presence of God. Jacob did. In the middle of the night, the angel of the Lord shows up. I'm, I'm pretty sure Jacob couldn't sleep. I'm pretty sure Jacob was restless. Jacob is now in the wee hours of the morning. He's up and he's wrestling. Some of you are like that. Some of you are tired of who you used to be. Some of you are like that. Some of you are tired of some of the things that you've gone through year after year after year after year. Look at me, purpose. I know you're in here and I know you like Jacob and you're tired. But Jacob was always used to being the one grabbing something. But now something has grabbed him. And Jacob makes it up in his mind. This time. It's on. Jacob wrestled. With this angel, this angelic being, he wrestles. The Bible calls him man, capital man, M-A-N, meaning a divine being. Jacob wrestles with this man all night long. The Bible says that Jacob was wrestling with him so much so that the man realized that he was not going to defeat Jacob. He says, let me go. The day is breaking. Look at me, purpose. He says, I will not let you go unless you bless me. That's some of your cry and some of your decree in here tonight or this morning. You need to say within yourself, I don't care what I have to go through. I'm not going to let go of God. I'm not going to let him go. Not this year. Not this time. Last time I let him go. Last time he came, came close to me, I, I did something foolish and ran him away. I got, I got him out of my presence. But this year, you know what? This year, if God comes close to me again, if I can get back in fellowship with God again this year, if I can get back in my word like I used to be, if I can get my prayer life back the way it used to be, if I can, get, if I can start studying again the way I used to study, if God comes close to me again, this time I'm not going to let him go. I'm not going to let him go. I'm not going to let him go. Jacob said, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. The Bible says that this angelic being, I'm closing, this angelic being touched Jacob's hip. In another translation, it says that, that he shrunk the sinew, he shrunk the muscle that was in his hip, giving him a permanent limp. But if we, you look at the text, it's, it's amazing because, because when, when, you are, when you get closer to God, God will change the way you walk. He'll change the way you walk. Stuff you used to do, you don't do anymore. 
place you used to go, you don't go anymore. Here's what I need to know from you. Who in this room? It's like Jacob. Look at me. Lean in and get this. I need you to get this. This year, you're going to go through some difficulties. I know on New Year's we want to hear the prosperity message, and I know we want to hear the message that says, you know, God's just going to do it overnight, and you're going to get mailbox money. For some people, that may be true. For some people, God may do it suddenly. That, that may be true. But for the vast majority, this year you got to wrestle. This year you got to fight. Because watch this. Last year we saw it happen. God did this. It's almost like he did this overnight. Last year we saw it happen. But this year we got to make it happen. This year, if it's going to happen in your life, you got to make it happen this year. This year, you got to put your big girl pants on, your big boy pants on. And this year, we got to make it happen. This year, we fight this year. This year, you got to fight for your family. You got to fight for your mind. You got to fight. You got, you got to fight for your finances. This year, you have to fight. And guess what? In the midst of struggle, God's going to give you some strategy. God's going to give you some strategy. This year is going to happen. This year is the year. Will you stand all over this house? Y'all, this year is on. I've been telling my wife, we're going we're gonna to get us a plan. we got to get a plan. We've got a plan for our house and a plan for our marriage. We gotta, listen, it's on. We've got to sit down and we've got to go through the tough stuff. We, 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 we can't trade what's complicated for what's convenient. We can't just go after what's convenient. We've got to cook more in our house. We've got to stop eating out so much. We've got to do better. It's on this year. This year it's on. It's on this year. Look at me, purpose. It, it's on. This year, this year our ministry goes to another level. You know why? Because we're going to be purposeful. It's on whatever, whatever. Listen, I believe that we can have whatever God said that we can have. I believe it. I believe it by faith, nothing wavering. God said I can have whatever I say. I believe it. I didn't give y'all the end of the story. Jacob gets his family. Laban shows up and. Spirit of God came to Laban and said, Laban, don't, don't you touch him because he's blessed. Laban shows up and says, man, look, I was coming to get you, but the Spirit of the Lord told me not to touch you. Watch this. So instead of cursing you, I want to set a covenant between you, me and you. He says, I'm not going to come across this line. Uh, the only reason I come across this line is to bless you. I never come across this line to hurt you. They make a covenant. They build a a pillar, they named the area, and then they moving, moving toward Esau. The Bible says that Jacob sent, he sent gifts, and he sent lots of, lots of cattle. He sent all of these things in, uh, in front of him to Esau to appease his anger. Long story short, when Jacob sees Esau in the distance, Esau gets off his beast, and Esau runs toward his brother. The Bible says that Jacob bowed down seven times. He started calling Esau Lord. 
is forgiveness. Listen, all this means that some stuff, you just got to let it go. Some stuff, you just got to let it go. Esau picks his brother up and hugs him. And they're both standing, big old grown men, hugging each other, crying on each other's shoulders. Man, I still love you. And I'm not tripping on that, what happened in the past anymore. Some of y'all hold on to stuff too long. There's some stuff you got you to gotta let it go. Man, you know what? I'm not tripping on that anymore. You know what, man? I squashed that. That was then, bro. Let's make it from here on out. Here's my question for you. Where's Jacob? Where are the Jacobs in the room? Where are the Jacobs? Where are the Jacobs? Come on. Come on, where are the Jacobs? You've been wrestling. You've been wrestling. Come on, from wherever you are. From wherever you are. You've been wrestling with some stuff. You're tired of trying to do it on your own. You're the one I'm talking about. Where's Jacob? Come here, Jacob. Come here, Jacob. You, you, you've been trying to get wealth on your own. You've been trying to figure it out on your own. Where's Jacob? Come here, Jacob. Jacob made up in his mind, I'm not going back. Not the same way I came. I'm not going back the same way I came. That's the, you're the one I'm talking to. Jacob had all that stuff, but what he really needed was a peace of mind. If you're in this room and you say, man, I just need, y'all stick, take, come, come up a little closer. You say, I, need, I just need a peace of mind. Come on from wherever you are. If you're looking around waiting on somebody else to come, that's because God is talking to you. From wherever you are. Come here, Jacob. Jacob was tired. Jacob was tired. He was so tired. Watch this. Listen to me. Listen to me purpose. Jacob was so tired he couldn't sleep. He's so tired. He'd been trying to do it on his own. And finally Jacob said, the next time I get close to God, There's about 40 of you in this room, more of you in this room. You're not as close to God as you used to be, and you know it. You feel it. But you say, watch this. You say, if I get close to God again, I'm not going to let him go this time. Do you know that Jacob didn't go and meet God? God went and met him. All you got to do is get on the road. Jacob was obeying what the voice of God told him. He said, go back to your hometown. Go back to your country. Go back. Jacob feared sudden death, but he went anyway. Because Jacob was obeying the voice of God. 
Jacob knew that his brother was mad. He knew that not only did he steal his brother's birthright, but he also knew that he stole his brother's blessing. God said, go back. Because anything you don't confront, you're powerless to overcome. Something you got to go back and confront yourself. Confront some things. Where are you, 40? I saw some of you come. You're in this room. And you're wrestling. You're wrestling with your identity, wrestling with your personality, wrestling with who you are. You've been wrestling. I need you to come to this altar. I'm giving you a chance to come. I'm giving you a chance to come. I'm giving you a chance to come. I feel the burden of the Holy Spirit pulling on me to give you guys a few more moments to come. I need you to come. I'm not begging you, but I am giving you opportunity because this is for you, not about me. This is about you. Glory to God. Glory to God. I hear, the, I hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. Now where is Esau? Where is Esau? Somebody did you wrong. Took your virtue. Almost took your power. They stole everything you had. You say, Pastor, man, I, I'm wrestling with that forgiveness thing. But like Esau, I got to let it go. If that's you, there's about 28 of you need to be at this altar. There's 28 Esau. Come here, Esau. Come here, Esau. Come here, Esau. I know you were hurt, Esau. Esau, I know they lied on you. That birthright was yours. The blessing was yours. They had no right to steal it. Come here, Esau. They had no right. They had no right to take your innocence. Come here, Esau. They had no right to take it. You've been angry a long time. But today, Esau met his brother face to face. And for some reason, somehow God had been dealing with him. And he forgave his brother. He wrapped his arms around his brother. He said, man, I still love you. You did me dirty, but I still love you. You're still my brother. Appreciate the way you came at me. Appreciate that. There's about seven more Esau's. I need you to come. Come here, Esau. Come here, Esau. Come here, Esau. When I pray for you, the spirit of forgiveness going to manifest in your heart. When I pray for you today, the stuff that you've been holding on to, you're going to be able to let it go today. Oh, I feel the power of the Holy Ghost in this room. When I pray for you today, it's going to change. When I pray for you today, your heart's going to change.
When I pray for you today, Jacob, when I pray for you today, God's going to come back close to you. Glory to God. Woo, glory to God. Glory to God. God's going to draw nigh unto you. God's going to draw nigh unto you. God's going to come near to you again. God still has a call. God still has a plan. God still has a purpose. He still has it. He's about to draw near to you. Look at me. No matter what you've done, the Lord still loves you. And in the midst of struggle, God's going to give you a strategy. God's about to draw so near to you. When I pray, some of you are going to literally feel God hugging you when I pray for you. You're going to feel, some of you feel his presence already. Just being up at this altar, you already feel his presence and you feel like God is all around you. There's some of you're going to feel, you're going to feel the presence of God start to squeeze you a little bit while you're standing up here. Some of you are already feeling it. Will you close your eyes and just focus on heaven, focus on the Lord. Father, as we draw so near to you, Lord, draw so near to us. Thank you, Lord. Thank He's doing it now. He's doing it now. For every Jacob at this altar, Lord God. Father, get into their intimate space. Move close to them now, God. Father, move so close to them, God, that they can almost feel you squeezing them right now. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Those of you who can, will you just wrap your arms around yourself and give yourself a little gentle hug? Just wrap your arms. That's him. That's him. That's him. That's him. That's him. That's him. God, move in their behalf. God, you showed up for Jacob. Father, show up for them. Show up for every Jacob around this altar. Every person around this altar, God, who's been wrestling with destiny, wrestling with identity, wrestling with purpose, and wrestling with, with the, the vision and wrestling with the plan that you have for them. Everybody's around this altar that's been wrestling with forgiveness and wrestling with letting things go and wrestling with obedience and doing what you called them to do. God, I pray just like you showed up for Jacob. God, show up for them. Show up for him. Show up for her. God, we pray for the Esau's that are here. God, we pray for those, God, God, that have been done wrong. And, Father, they tried to do right. And they were trying to be pleasing to their parents and pleasing to their fathers, Lord God. But, Father, they were violated. Something was stolen from them. And, God, they've been carrying around that hurt for so many years. I pray that right now, God, release the spirit of forgiveness. Today, Lord God, release it now in the name of Jesus, God. God, that when they leave this altar, God, that the enemy that they saw before, that today they shall see it no more again. Release, I release forgiveness. 
I, I release that person that hurt you. I release them from you. I release them from your memory. I release them from your spirit. I command them to go now in the name of Jesus. I say that when you see them, when you hear their name, that the same pain will not be there no longer again in the name of Jesus. I release you. I set you free in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I set you free. I say that you are free. Esau, you're free today. Esau, you're free to love again. You're free to embrace again. You're free to live again. Jacob, I say you're free. Jacob, I say you're free. Jacob, I say you're free. Jacob, you're free. Jacob, you're free. Jacob, your brother's not mad any longer. Jacob, Laban is no longer after you. Jacob, you can raise your family now. Jacob, you're free. 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 Now, as an expression of your freedom, as an expression of your freedom. Maybe, will you just turn and grab somebody by the hand and begin to pray for them? Just turn, maybe a good, a small circle if you need, but just grab somebody. Just as an expression of your freedom. 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 Come on, pray mightily. Pray, both of you pray. I need both of you pray. Everybody in the circle should be praying. Everyone in the circle should be praying. Come on, that's it, that's it, that's it. I hear you. I hear you, Zion. I hear you, Zion. I hear you, Zion. Come on, even in the audience. It says an expression of your freedom. As an expression of your freedom. As an expression of your freedom. Pray, pray one for another. That's what the Bible says. Pray one for another. Pray one for another. Do warfare for your sister. Do warfare for your brother. The devil is a liar. The devil can't have their destiny. The devil can't have your mind. The devil can't have your family. In the name of Jesus, as an expression of your power, pray for them. As an expression of God working miracles in your life, pray for them. Pray for them. Expression of your freedom. So you can pray now because you're free. You can do warfare now because you're free. You can lift up his name now because you're free. You can lay hands on the sick and they shall recover now because you're free. Because you're free. And he or she who the Son has set free, they are free indeed. You're freer now than you've ever been. You're freer now than you've ever been. When the praise team finished praying, I need you to come on stage. That's it. You're free. 
You hear me? You hear me? You're free. 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 Come on, y'all sing that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Draw the 